Good evening. My name is Brandon Adcock, and I'm the deacon over the World Bible School. Um, since we have been doing World Bible School here, we've kind of taken off uh, more so than ever as of recently, and, and I credit a lot of that to Jerry Reynolds coming on board. He's full of energy and full of ideas, and having said that, we have reached approximately 2,000 souls this year through the World Bible School by sharing the gospel. That's going through about 50 members of our congregation who are involved. I say that to also say that our speaker tonight is going to be Mr. John Reese, who is the president of the World Bible School. He's going to be bringing our message tonight. And John Reese was born in Zimbabwe uh, of missionary parents and first came to the United States at, at the age of 18 and attended Harding U University. He met his wife there, and after earning his degrees, uh, John also himself became a full-time missionary and in 2006 he became the president of the World Bible School. John Reese and his wife have four children that uh, have attended Harding. Uh, Marcus and his family now serve as missionaries in Papua New Guinea. Tammy and her family completed 12 years of mission work in Italy. Danny and his family are missionaries in Angola, and David and his family are likewise pursuing a mission purpose. Uh, John and his family have dedicated their entire lives to spreading the gospel all over the world. If you'd like a little present, there's one here. <laughs> it's good to be with you all, and thank you very much for the invitation to uh, share with you this evening. Um, I want to, before getting started, uh, introduce Rick and Mary Sure. Rick, would you stand so that people can see you? And uh, Rick and Mary are the representatives of World Bible School in this area. They're up in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and uh, you can get hold of them anytime you want. They'll come down this, this direction. And uh, we are really grateful for the fantastic work that goes on here. Of course, anytime that we talk about this kind of work, I think that we understand this is, this is God's mission and His doing as we open ourselves to be worked, uh, for Him to work through us. You remember how in Acts chapter 13, uh, when the congregation at Antioch was doing really well, uh, all of them worshiping together, they had five fantastic teachers, God took two of them, and specifically the Holy Spirit was the one who sent them out. The elders laid their hands on them, but the Holy Spirit was the one who sent them out. Then when they returned at the end of Acts chapter 14, this is the way it talks about their report, and this is what we're doing tonight. <clears throat> and when they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them and how God had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. So their report was not what they had done. Their report was what God had done through them. They had simply made themselves available and God is very powerful to work through any member of his body who is uh, there. And we want to do it more and more. I was speaking uh, just a few moments ago with uh, Sister Edith Rinker and she began teaching about the time World Bible School began. That was about in the early 1970s, maybe even before the name uh, was put on it in 1973. 
but since that time, and of course you realize that the main instigator of all of that through whom the Lord worked was a man named Jimmy Lovell and guess which state he was from? Tennessee. Now he ended up in California and that's what some people know but they, if they go back to the early history, in fact last Sunday, Rick and, uh, and I were in Portland which is where uh, Jimmy Lovell grew up. They've just celebrated their 150th, 150th anniversary there. But since the time that Jimmy Lovell put the name World Bible School on this teaching method, some 30 million people have been taught already. 30 million. And we truly do rejoice in the gospel reaching that many people. And you heard that this year alone, 2,000 new students have already come into this program at this congregation. And that's being multiplied all across the country. But at the same time, we want to do more than ever. Because in that period where we taught 30 million people, the world population has gone from about 3 billion to about 7.3 billion. So we're still behind the curve and still trying to catch up. And so we want to do this more and more. You remember how in Thessalonians, uh, Paul says, you're doing so well in your faith and your love for the brethren, and I want to encourage you to do it more and more. And so we want to encourage you in this great work. I want to give a brief, brief report, and actually you should be the ones giving the reports. Uh, Brother Burka just was letting me know he had just returned from the northern part of Tanzania, which is where our, uh, our daughter and son-in-law live. Um, by the way, that, uh, that bio is a little bit old. <laughs> My oldest son has, re has returned after 13 years in New Guinea, and he's now in, in the mission field called Denver, Colorado. And um, our daughter, who finished up 12 years with her family in Italy, is now in northern Tanzania. But Brother Burka uh, mentioned that they had just had, what, 60-plus baptisms in, on that trip. Really exciting. Up in Arusha, the very north. Of, uh, of Tanzania. We uh, also have been working this last summer in Tanzania. The way World Bible School works is in strategic sections. So we'll divide the, uh, the parts of the world up and we'll say, okay, this year we're going to focus here, this year we're going to focus here. And so one of the main focuses this year was Tanzania. And uh, we don't have a lot of World Bible School students, partly because English is not as common there as in some of the other uh, countries that used to be English uh, colonies. But that's where Tanzania is, that's where Brother Burko was, and that's where our folks went. This is our small team that went that summer, but they, notice the lady on the left. She is a nun, she's the principal of a Catholic school. Well, when they went to that school, uh, they asked the, uh, the kids, and this is our main coordinator there, Bernard Kulanga, uh, who uh, teaches in uh, the Connolly School, by the way. I don't see David right away, but uh, you might have met Bernard on this trip. But uh, they went to this particular school, the one with the uh, blue uh, uniforms up there, and they asked how many, how many were students of the particular lady who went there, the one who's in the middle of the group. And, about, and there were about 400 in the auditorium as a school of 400 girls. And about a third of them raised their hands and said they were already her students. So she went out and, and worked with them, taught, continued to teach them on a personal basis where before it was all correspondence. And the rest of the students signed up so that in that school she has 400 students herself. Uh, she's a prolific teacher 
and I've had her on many campaigns. We're not actually set up for sound, so we won't worry about this. It's normally a video, and what they're saying to you, audibly, listen hard, is thank you. Uh, I didn't think to, to, to click in the, uh, uh, the audio there. Uh, our, our summer work was in uh, the country of Zimbabwe, which is where I was born and raised. In 2007, uh, Rick and Mary and Beth and I, that is my wife and I, went to Zimbabwe. We go virtually every year, but that year we launched God Bless Africa. And uh, God Bless Africa is a campaign whereby we get the Zimbabwe members doing most of the work going out and recruiting students for World Bible School. Well, that year, the Lord worked through them to recruit 50,000 students, 50,000. Well, then word of mouth started spreading, and the next year is 150,000 who enrolled. And the following year, even more. In fact, the last number of years, it's ranged between 200,000 and 300,000. So that we can easily say that in that country, Zimbabwe, which only has a population of 16 million, that well over a million are World Bible School students. Now, how can we handle that many students? Because of folks like you. Because of folks like, uh, that, that are working with the Reynolds and uh, that are, are teaching. There's so many volunteers. We can handle any number in any place. Uh, I was talking with Don Humphrey about South Sudan and the fact that so many of them have gone across the border now into the northern part of, part of Uganda. Now, World Bible School hasn't worked very well in South Sudan because it does depend on delivery systems, and there are no real delivery systems there in, uh, in South Sudan, but there are in Uganda. And so one thing for us to be thinking about is, what if we, in addition to the preachers who've been trained and are working in the camps, what if we also had the literature to go with that, the World Bible School lessons? Um, I don't have them right in front of me here, but uh, Rick has a booth at the back, and you can see what those lessons are. Um, but we think uh, the Lord has used them very effectively. So we teamed up with something called the Gospel Chariot. Have you heard of the Gospel Chariot? Is that a... You, you, at least some have. Okay. Um, the Gospel Chariots are big red semis with uh, World Bible School painted on the side, Nations University on the side. And so we uh, teamed up with them. Our particular team from Zimbabwe had established that previous year eight new congregations. And the way they did it was there's so many students in that country now that they sit down in front of the computer and, uh, and they find out where the clusters of students are because the American teachers have said, here's my student, please would you arrange follow-up. So we can see on the computer where the clusters are. These are people learning, wanting to learn, and who've said, I want to be baptized into Christ. And so based on that, they go and visit them, and they started up eight new congregations that way. I would uh, easily be able to say that on average there are many baptisms virtually every day. And that's because so much gospel seed has been sown. And I am so grateful because that's my home country. Of course, my other home country is the United States. We'll come back to that in just a minute. But what's also so great for us is that the people we baptize on those follow-up uh, seminars and campaigns are the students of people we know personally. Jim Cravens has been a, a friend of ours for, oh my goodness, 20 years. Well, that's his student, Tom, who was baptized that day at the World Bible School seminar in the capital city, Harare. This is young Easter, and she is a student of our longtime friend, personal friend, Tandy Harton. Um, this is Tino Tenda, 
who is a student of Van Kane, an African-American member who teaches many, many students in Africa. Uh, never been to Africa, but he teaches and has a strong influence on many people. By the way, her name is Symbolic. Uh, T in, in the Shona language, which I learned to speak before I learned English. T means we. No is present tense. And tenda has to do with thanks. So we are thankful. That's what her parents named her when she was born. But how much more so on that day when she was born again into Jesus Christ. Rosari is a very special young man. His uh, teacher is Rebecca Shue in Gardendale, Alabama. Uh, he kind of shocked my wife. Uh, my wife was at the registration table. So as the students arrive for follow-up, they, they uh, register so we know who they are. We'll ask them who their teacher is. And he said to my wife, I want to, uh, I want to give a speech here today. Now, you have to understand a little bit about Zimbabwe. It's got a terrible dictator and there's a lot of tension. So you have to watch what's said in public. Let me just put it that way. And so we didn't have any idea what he might say. So we kind of tried to put him off. But when it came time for the uh, responses, here a whole bunch of people came up to be baptized as they had planned to do because they had studied these courses with teachers like you. And uh, we, he went up, and during his confession, he whipped out his speech, and he gave it to the whole group. And uh, it was just a fantastic speech. I've been traveling now for about a month and a half, and so somewhere I've mislaid the speech. Otherwise, I'd hold it out here and wave it at you. But uh, essentially what he says in his speech is this. He says, I've grown up in a terrible home, still there. I've got an alcoholic parent being abused. I've tried to run away from home numerous times. I've tried to kill myself four times. And then I took the World Bible School lessons. And now I have a way forward in life. I have hope. I'm already learning how to cope. And, uh, and so uh, he that day got the power to cope because he was baptized into Christ. He'll be a great worker with you in the kingdom uh, just knowing his, his personality. And, uh, of course, we'd encourage anyone who wants to to come with us. We'll be going the first two weeks of July this next, this next year, uh, year. I know you've got a number of trips going as well, so I don't want to be competitive. But, you're fe but feel free to join us. And do not please for a moment think that postal is old-fashioned and postal's going away. No, it is not. It's true that the statistics will say this country has internet. But the average person in that country is too poor many times to stay online for, teaching the, for learning that way. So they heavily rely on paper and on postal. And so in one month recently, uh, we had 170, 170 pounds. Now, those of you who are WBS teachers, you know how thin that little answer sheet is that comes back, right? How many of those does it take to add up to 170 pounds? Uh, this last year, our uh, lady who receives new applications at our office received 800,000 Postal applications. These are people saying, please would you teach me? Please would you send me these Bible courses? 800,000. That's just on the postal side, not counting internet. And that's just counting the ones who came through my office, whereas uh, those of you who teach know that most students sign up through their friends. It's a referral system. That is actually the way most enroll. 800,000. There's deep, deep hunger in so many parts of the world. And there's some places that will surprise us. We'll mention that in a moment. Of course, uh, prisons is one of the places. You all have a vibrant prison ministry, I, I believe. 
Uh, in Zimbabwe, there are many people in prisons for several reasons. It's a very oppressive government, so people who get crosswise with the government get thrown in jail. Um, the economy is, is a disaster. They've got 90% unemployment. And so, uh, you know, how do you feed your family? And, and if you do it about it the wrong way, you might end up in jail. And then there's hardened criminals. But in those particular prison systems, we have so many students that, um, and as you know, uh, you can't just baptize any day in a prison or a jail. You've got to make arrangements with the authority and it comes about on a certain day. And you all recently had, uh, what, six baptized recently in the local, local jail ministry. Somebody told me that. Uh, well, the, the month, just shortly before we arrived this summer, uh, on one day, they had 177 baptized. 177 in one high security prison alone. A little bit of a funny story with that. I, um, the, uh, in that particular prison, there were, because there were so many being baptized, our worker was baptizing on one side of the tank and the warden had to come down and help him. He was baptizing on the other side of the tank. And uh, there was a notorious man in the prison who had been a Satan worshiper. And he had publicly announced that he would never touch a World Bible School lesson because that's about God. And we're about, he would say, we're about Satan. And, uh, and so he had said that publicly, but there were so many courses floating around the prison that eventually he picked one up the way, the first, the first short course. He read that. And so when the day came for baptisms, he said, I want to be baptized. And the warden said, no, sir, you're not going to get baptized because if you touch that water, then anybody else who is in that water afterwards will be contaminated. Uh, he was very superstitious. This is the warden now. And uh, so Chris, our co-worker, came up with an idea. He said, well, how about if we baptize everybody and we make this man lost and then we empty the water out? And so that was the way it worked that particular day. And uh, shortly after we returned, there was about another hundred on th at three, uh, 30 at three different prisons. So a lot of people learning in the prisons. This is Chris Magadu. Lord willing, he'll be come o coming over here um, next, uh, about September, October, I believe, and we'll be making the rounds with him. So he may very well come and uh, we may get a chance to introduce him. And so many people there, but don't for a moment think that all of this is just somewhere else. You know, Tanzania... Uh, Zambia, all these, these strange sounding places. This is going on in America too. Have you been praying for America? I know you have. I know that the cultural decay is such, the chaos in some uh, uh, aspects of life is such that you are taking America to God in prayer. And God's answering those prayers. Let me give you an illustration while we're talking about prisons. Uh, Danny and Deborah Truitt are the coordinators of the World Bible School program up in uh, the Beltline, Beltline Church of Christ in Decatur, Alabama. And uh, they sent me a report back in September. They have a thing called Connect. And uh, I'll come back to that in just a moment to explain more about it. But accidentally they got into the prisons a uh, sister congregation who had been doing well Bible school had sent them the names of five prisoners in the local jail, their county jail, and said, uh, we, we're, some, something had happened, could you take these students? So they started with five, and in an 18-month period, that grew 
to over a thousand. Of those thousand, uh, just shortly after I put this article in action, they said the 100 mark had been met. In other words, a hundred had been baptized. About 10% had become Christians through that, through those internet courses. I mean, not the internet, uh, through those World Bible School paper courses. So there's a before picture of them waiting to be baptized. And here's Lisa as she comes out of the water. And doesn't that say it all? The fact that this person has a new start in life. Even if the handcuffs are still on. You see those yellow handcuffs? Even if they're still on, look at her face. She's free. She's free to have a new life. She's free to have hope where she might not have ever had it before. And what a blessing to bring that to people. Because Americans are responding in such good numbers and along with our own strategic focus and because of the great need in America, uh, remember I said that Tanzania is one of our focuses this year. Uh, uh, the, the United States is also one of our, uh, in fact, our main focus for the year. Um, and so if you happen to see Action newspaper, and again, you'll look, do you have some actions on the back there? Okay, at the Welcome Center, you'll see Action newspaper. And what you'll notice if you're a regular reader of Action, and I encourage you to do that because it is so encouraging what's happening, uh, you'll find that more and more of the stories are about Americans being brought to Christ. Used to be it was all about some other parts of the world. Now it's more and more about America. There's still a lot going on in the other parts of the world, but let me just share a couple of stories with you. Ernest, the man on the left there, was uh, raised on the streets, uh, a very violent man, very bad-tempered, had anger, anger issues, I guess you could say. And so he ended up in prison three times for violent crimes, the last time for attempted murder. His life got so low, the only place for him to look was up. So he started taking World Bible School courses in prison. You know, in prison, you've got a lot of time on your hands. So you might as well do something with it, Right. So he was taking these courses and he realized there is a way up. He was baptized at the local congregation there in Austin where I live. And uh, he said, when I'm released from prison, I'm going to come back to this congregation, which was a largely white congregation. And he did. He came back to it. And how had he been reached for Christ? Well, he'd been reached through World Bible School, the correspondence courses. So he decided this is something I can do. Even though his education wasn't the greatest and even though his health wasn't the greatest, this was something he could do. So between the time that he was baptized until the time that he died of natural causes, he, he didn't know it, but he had only 10 years to live. In those 10 years, he taught 10,000 other people. And I forget the exact number of baptisms that were established, but something like 100 plus. That was the change that came over. In fact, I, when I met him and, and was good friends with him, I didn't know all that background. He was such a changed person, I had no idea about the violence in his background. Jesus had truly changed him. The next story is that of David Rodriguez. Uh, David is a fireman in Austin. I'm telling you Austin stories because that's where I happen to live when I'm there. And uh, David is also in the National Guard. So the time came when he was uh, sent off to Afghanistan. The bullets were whizzing around him. And he decided, I better find out what life's all about. What's the purpose of life? And a friend said, uh, sent him to a website, the, a denominational website. But on the way there, because of good supporters like you all, 
there was this banner that was going across the page, free Bible courses with World Bible School. So he clicked on that and he started studying. And his teacher just happened to be, this is a random thing really in the general World Bible School as to who claims that student. His teacher turned out to be an elder in that same church in Decatur, Alabama. The elder's name is Tim Thomas. So Tim was studying with him and uh, continued studying with him even after, he, uh, even after uh, David Rodriguez was returned to the United States. And eventually they linked up with the local, uh, Tim got in touch with the local congregation and said, could you follow up on this student? And, uh, and so they started meeting at Starbucks and they met for quite a long time. They had to bring um, uh, David's wife up to speed because she hadn't been doing any studying at all. So they taught her the scriptures as well. And uh, when it came time to set the date for the baptism, he said, well, it's got to be on a day when I can have all my grown kids come. They were out of town. They had left the home long ago. They were elsewhere. And so they finally arranged for all the kids to come into town. And just before his baptism, he made a speech to his family. He said, I don't want you to get to 50 years of age like I am now and not know what I didn't know. He said, when I was trying to raise you, I tried to raise you right to be good citizens and hardworking and ethical, but I didn't know the most important part of raising you is God. And I've now found that out and I want you to see me sitting there. He was baptized in the presence of his children and his wife was baptized too, I believe. But since that time, a number of those children have also been baptized. Now that's a man straight out of the world. And he was reached because he was searching online. How do people search these days? You know, the day, time was we used to be able to go and, um, and knock on doors. And if a person was searching, they would be quite open to us. But there's so much paranoia and suspicion and times have changed. So how are people searching these days? They're typing in search words. Isn't that right? A lot of them. That's how they're doing their searching. And so what I want to encourage this congregation to do is to be there for them. Now you've already got a good church site, so I'm not talking about that. By the way, many people already think they know what church is, so they've already got some kind of built-in prejudices about what church is. The, the church site needs to be the best we can make it, but we need to be able to meet them on neutral ground. So we have a program, and see, I'll, I'll see if I can flip over to that. Oh, by the way, those in the prison there have been teaching the other cellmates, and this is Jonathan who was taught through World Bible School teaching Lewis. Look at the number of Americans who have enrolled. And look at the next leading country. If you can't see it quite well enough, the USA is on the far left. That's 40,000 students in the last number of months. The next leading country is South Africa. The next, next leading country is Nigeria. America's way ahead and has always been, while we've been advertising on the internet, always way ahead of other countries. That's not just because Americans have computers, because Western Europe also has computers. It's because there's a great deal of receptivity. Life is falling apart for a lot of people, and they're asking questions. And the question for us is, will we be there when they type those search words in? And so what we have initiated is something called Connect. And Connect is where you take a territory of the United States and you saturate it with various forms of advertising, particularly with web ads. But I think it's, uh, it's also equally important to have for members to be carrying around a business card 
See, I've got these business cards here that, that show people where to go to a website to be taught about Jesus. Just as you go around. And by the way, what you, you don't call it uh, Juliet, Mount Juliet Church. What you call it is something like Discover Hope. Discover Life. You choose the name that resonates in your area. And you do the advertising. And all that advertising drives to your site. Not to World Bible School's general site. To your own site where we've set it up as a teaching site with the World Bible School architecture. And your team. And we've already got, what, five internet teachers here? Well, let's keep building that. Let's make that 10. Let's make it 20. They come to your teachers and you teach them. Now, they may not know that you're right here in the same town. They may not know this is the Church of Christ doing the teaching. What they're interested in is the problems in their lives and how the Bible might help them solve it. And so you take them through the Bible studies and you have to be patient, obviously. By the way, you can also do this in mission areas. In other words, uh, let's say one of your mission areas is Tanzania. You can literally target, Tanzania is not taken yet, so it's available. You can literally target that country so that anybody there typing who has internet access, reliable internet access and types in search words can find your site and be taught by your members. You can link directly to your most important mission works. And this is where you can go and find out more information about that, www.worldbibleschool.net. Connect. Connect is the program where we show you how to get your own students and set up your own team. Extremely simple. All World Bible School teaching is extremely simple. In fact, you can pull out this smartphone and you can be teaching right now. In fact, for that matter, you can sign up right now to be a teacher. Even the teenagers. You go to worldbibleschool.net and you uh, go to, uh, it says, um, um, uh, help a friend learn or help, help someone learn. You click on that. It describes what's involved. There's a little form to fill in to show that you're a member of the Mount Juliet Church. And you submit that and within 24 hours there's your login and you can go do your teaching at worldbibleschool.org. Now that's general World Bible School. We'll help, help you then set up when you get ready for Connect. But this is what we want to happen. We want congregations to saturate their respective areas and congregation after congregation do it so that we cover the entire United States. Remember what I said about my home country, my first home country, Zimbabwe? We've saturated and will continue to saturate it. Million plus students. What if we pull together to saturate the United States of America? Now it's not that we're promising huge results. What we're saying is we can do what Jesus said to do. He said, go and take this good news to every creature. Well, I can't teach every creature of 7.3 billion. But you know what I can do? I can influence those in my sphere of influence, those around me. That's what Connect is. And so we'd urge the leaders to have us out there. Uh, pull up that, um, the, the, the address I showed you, worldbibleschool.net video that's on there. You'll see it when you, when you go to that site. And I want to also have your prayers for this. Uh, we're developing new technology for the newer generations. They learn in different ways and they start out with different premises. And so we're developing special lessons for them and we'd urge you to be praying for that. Jonathan Tal is the leader of that effort, a young, very dedicated. He could be making thousands more in business, but he's dedicated himself to the Lord's cause and helping develop it to develop the social platforms using all of the media like uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all of those things. 
And the other thing that I want to show you tonight is this is the first Bible produced by World Bible School in recent years. It's the ESV, English Standard Version, and at the back it's got special study notes that relate to the World Bible School lessons. Um, if you get a chance, when these become available, right now they're being printed in China, and they'll be delivered to us about mid-December, so you can start ordering later in December or in January. We'd love to see these distributed by the hundreds and the thousands and the millions. And uh, each one of them will help guide people uh, through the Word of God and also through the study notes that are provided. There are not that many study Bibles put out by Churches of Christ. This is one. It's very evangelistic. And so please be praying for that effort as well. And so even though we mention large numbers, really it's about that one individual seeker. That person like Rusari, who said, I got changed by those Bible lessons. And I'll change other people's lives too. That's a direct quote from his speech. And so when you are involved as a teacher, and when you support World Bible School, it's about providing those ads. Remember the ad that David Rodriguez saw that flashed across his screen? It's providing those so people can connect uh, with a teacher. And then we connect them with that uh, teacher in Gardendale, Alabama, and then also connect for the follow-up. And it's not just that one, it's that, multi that one multiplied hundreds and thousands of times over. We'd love to see this program continue to grow mightily because this is you sharing Jesus. But it may be that tonight you are that one. Remember in Luke 15, Jesus showed the father, father to be like that shepherd. Even though he had a hundred sheep and 99 were safe, he went to all the trouble it took to find that one who was straying. You may be that one. The Father is seeking you. The Father is searching for you. The Father wants you to come home. In the parable of the prodigal son, the picture's turned around a bit because the Father couldn't force the son home. But he could know his Father was waiting for him, loved him, would welcome him with open arms, and the Father did. If you need to respond to the invitation, please would you do that while we stand and while we sing. <laughs>